Welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Acorn with Jordan Flegel. Going to be a uh, we're we're going to be it's going to be like a speed round episode. Yeah. Uh, with some time constraints, technical delays. I know you guys are probably getting absolutely sick of these technical delays. They aren't going to be forever, but uh, we we still got some growing pains. Uh, I think we've had we've been pretty good so far uh, in, in our podcasting careers. But more importantly, everybody who's listening right now, if you haven't already, uh, our one and only Jordan Flegel turned the big two five yesterday. So congratulations. Congratulations, Jordan. I, I, I honestly, I wasn't sure if you would get this far. I wasn't sure either, Matt. Uh, but I'm here. It was a, it was a great day yesterday. It was super sunny here. I don't know. It was like in Toronto, but it was hot. Probably the hottest day so far. Went yeah, out. Not a bad day here. Went out. Went into town. You know, got, uh, got a smash burger, uh, and then I double beefed it up. Annie got me a humongous fucking uh, steak. Uh, from around here, from one of the local farms, and we cooked it uh, with a lobster tail, surf and turf Ooh, type of deal, nice. and uh, it was really good. It was a great day. I thought, I thought, I thought she was uh, not to not to give out her personal information here, but oh, I yeah, she, she was vegetarian. She's vegetarian. No, that was for me. She, well, she oh, she, nice. eats, she eats salmon, so she had the the surf wow. part. No, no turf, no turf. So she's a, she's a fraud. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, that's great, Jordan. I'm happy for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I was as old as you. I'd be. Uh, yeah. Man, the years are really uh, counting up, man. We're steely damn when you need them. Right, right. It's true. I know. And I've got my all star hat on. Have you noticed, Matt? You haven't said yeah. anything about it. I, I actually I did say something about it when I first saw it and I saw, oh. I saw it on social media and I didn't like it then. I'm not oh, okay. happy that I'm seeing it now. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, but regardless, big dog ball talk, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel here to recap the the weekend of the NBA playoffs. It's a lot, a lot of good games and a lot of surprises. Almost like the big dog ball uh, ball talk curses is, is here uh, once again because yeah. uh, it seems like it's really affecting me too. My my gambling ability has been pretty much shot uh, <laughs> the past week and a half. So. Uh, I, I'm kind of looking to for a way to get out of this funk. We might have to get some sage out here and uh, you know cleanse our our chakras or do something here. Uh, but let's get started into it uh, with uh, the Sunday games. Uh, let's start it off with the Suns and the Mavericks. A uh, an interesting game to say the least. Uh, it looks like uh, you know uh, where I was making a Steely Dan reference there before. I mean uh, I, I'm trying to think of who who does it. Uh, need a little bit of help from my friends. That's what Luca finally fucking got. I believe that's got. the Beatles, Matt. I, I believe uh, I could be wrong. But... No way. No, the Beatles. No, wait. Fine. Come on. I no don't way. fucking know, Matt. Ah, we're not music guys, Alex. Uh, you'll know. Yeah, Alex, he's gonna be know. pissed yeah. at us for this yeah, he's one. Be like, you fucking idiots! It was Paramore, <laughs> of course. Not the legendary Paramore. Band. Alex here. It is the Beatles. You guys hurt me deeply sometimes. Yeah. Um, is it not? Oh yeah, know. no, it's not the Beatles. No, no, no. Hell no. I'm thinking of a different song about friends that the Beatles sing. Whatever. I don't care. They, I don't care. The Beatles love friends. They, they love they love giving their friends a hand, uh, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Um, but, but you know, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jalen Brunson, and then, you know, Davis Bertons, uh, you know, coming off the bench, Maxi Kleba as well. Those guys all really stepped up in this game, and that, yeah. in the end, was the, the differential, um, other than Chris Paul being in foul trouble for the first time pretty much ever. In yeah. his career, uh, especially yeah. in his play, the playoffs, like I can't think of another time that he had four fouls at the half. Yeah, uh, I believe like it's that that was insane. And Luca again was doing Luca things like he didn't slow down. This is exactly what we kind of said the Mavericks would need to do. We didn't really think they could do. Um, yeah. And you know, here we are, a tied two-two series. Um, and it's uh, I, I, hey, you know, all props to the uh, the Mavericks on this one because I I really didn't think that they were going to be able to do this. Yeah, I mean, Dorian Finney-Smith had, like, the game of his life. Uh, yeah. You know, the shooting threes out of the corners and, um, like, 
the he 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 was on fire absolutely. Uh, Brunson I thought had a pretty good game too. He, yep. you know he's he's kind of up and down in this series. Uh, hasn't been great. Hasn't looked great at sometimes. But you know in a game like this you you really needed his you know 18 points that he brought to the table and they were able to win without Luca going nuclear like 26 uh, seven and 11. Pretty great stat line. But even he didn't shoot the ball very well at all. Was not hitting any of his threes. Uh, pretty like all night. Um, so you're right. He needed that kind of boost from uh, his fellow starters and, and those three guys in double figures off the bench. And uh, they were just playing really good, solid basketball and got back to defending well. It obviously helped that yep, yep. Chris Paul, uh, you know, five points on the night uh, in that foul trouble, just wasn't able to get into any sort of scoring rhythm at all. Um, and, you know, they're, they're able to win, even though Devin Booker himself uh, kind of goes off a little bit. He, he played a great game, kind of willed them slightly back into the game like late it was still kind of close they were hanging around but in the end you know after chris paul fouled out uh you know the 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 mavs just they're they're just better when when chris paul isn't on like offensively uh, you know, maybe not as a team, but like the star power that they have with Luca and the way he's able to get other guys' shots, he's better at that than Booker. Like Booker can't go toe to toe with Luca. Like Booker yeah. Is, yeah. is great. Uh, he can sc- match him scoring wise, like on a lot of nights. But the total production of offense that Luca gives you, uh, he, he's pretty much always going to outplay Booker. And if that's the mm-hmm. game that you're going to be playing, uh, then I, you know that that's the reason the, the Mavs have, have tied this thing up. Um, and like that's that's a little bit what we talked about with Phoenix. Like when when the going gets tough, when Chris Paul, uh, you know, is basically a non-factor in a game. Where's the other scoring and the like self-created shots gonna come from? Like no one else, no one else is gonna do it for it. like Devin Bo- or Jay Crowder, um, who had an okay game himself. But you know, he's not capable of stepping up really and scoring 20, 25 points or anything like that. And yeah, um, yeah. Bridges. Uh, as as valuable as he's been defensively, like oh, he was he's, he was kind of bunt. He he was, and Luca's kind of having his way with him too a lot of the times. Like he's not really locking up Luca in any sort of special yeah. way. I think he definitely made his life hard, um, and you know was a reason that they were able to win the first two games, even though Luca still put up his numbers. Um, but like o- offensively for him, you you dream, you know, that when when a guy like Chris Paul has that foul trouble when, when, you know, even Aiton's not playing particularly well, although, you know, I thought he did some good things. You want a, a young guy like Bridges to be able to step up like you've seen him do. Like he's had, mm-hmm. you know, high high point totals through the season. And, you know, I, I think he needs to be more aggressive in the situations where it's called for. Like, I, I know that's not always going to be his role to like attack the basket a little bit and, you know, when when the suns are clicking on all cylinders he just needs to be basically a spot up shooter and a cutter on offense but i think he's got to do better uh at you know saying okay that i they, they need more out of me this game so i got to be a, more of a factor on the offensive end um because some someone's got to do it on phoenix you can't count on chris paul to score 20 plus points every single night that's that's well, just not who where he that's not who he is and especially at this point of his career like his age he's great but he can't do it every night well the guy who should be doing it is deandre eaton uh the yeah. number one overall fucking pick I yeah mean, that'd be he, nice 14 and 11 like this is again he shows random times that he can be great but yeah. I, he's just so complicit and just takes that back seat and it's not like he doesn't get the ball down low in the post like i know they're not drawing up design plays for him to score so obviously it's a a little bit tougher that way yeah um but against a team like this i mean i i think if you're monty williams that's something you would want to put a focus on so i put a little bit of blame on him but i think eight needs to go out there and you know want to take that shot want to put the team on his back a little yeah. bit more because uh 
You know, if, if you've only got Dwight Powell as like the the best interior defender, like no disrespect to Powell, but I mean, Aiton yeah. should be cooking him. Yeah, uh, both in size, both in athleticism, and as well as skill. So I I don't really get why you know he's only uh, you know putting up fourteen points. Uh, I I he I, he's not even taking that many shots. I mean, seven for twelve shooting is effective too. Like yeah, I, that's great. I'm I think that you should be you know hammering the ball down low there. And again, as you said, like when everyone else is struggling, your offense is kind of sputtering. You might as well do something. Yeah. To, you know, try and just get safe buckets here. But uh, uh, the Mavericks still the their their defense was also you know. Bit a bit stepped up, uh, you know. It wasn't like the Suns got to, to the line at will or yeah, anything no. like they they usually like to do. So uh, it's this, I think this is a huge confidence boost, and it also just kind of seems like, especially this round of the playoffs, the home court advantages have been uh, kind of crucial for yeah. all these games. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Phoenix, uh, Dallas, I should say. You know, they were rocking these past two 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 games, yeah. um, and they they clearly get a big boost, especially their role players. You know, you see that across the league. Danny Green plays a hell of a lot better at home, I guess, than uh, he does, uh, you know, on the road. I guess we'll we'll get to that when we get to the Philly Miami yeah, series. Yeah. But yeah, you, you're seeing it a hundred percent. Home court uh, really does, you know, it it, it matters, and it it has the ability to you know, completely shift these series. Like we were talking about this Phoenix series as if it was almost going to be over. Like we didn't think yeah. the Mavs had that many answers. Um, but like, and to your point about eight and two, like I, I, I would love for him to be more aggressive too, but I, I think the Mavs a hundred percent know what they're doing in only playing Dwight Powell 10 minutes. Otherwise they've got a pretty much all shooters lineup out there. Yeah. Just yeah. dragging, um, you know, eight and out having to guard guys like Bertans and, and uh, freaking what's his face, Kleba, and like all all the other bigs who can shoot. Um, and it's it's just you know it's 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 a tough decision for Monty Williams. But I I agree with you. They should throw it down to him more and make the Mavericks adjust to it. Like make the Mavericks have to play a bigger, better post defender. Um, and if if you're giving up a few threes on the other end, like that that's I think that's fine it, because you know establishing Aiton as a force down low and you yeah. know getting his confidence up, especially early in a game, that's going to help you down the line. Like there's there's obviously you know with at this point in the playoffs, there's like there's no right answer is 100. percent It's just what you're willing to give up more and like what adjustments uh, you're willing to make and and in doing so sacrificing something else. So I I get it's a a tough decision to make, but a hundred percent, like uh, you can't count, you just can't count on Chris Paul being a, a secondary scorer, even though, you know, statistically he will be, um, you can't count on that every single night. You, the, yeah, the Suns, yeah. if they're going to, if they're going to win, they need, they need those eight in games where he scores 25, those bridges slash like Cam Johnson games where they're like up at 18 to, to 25, like that Chris Paul needs that help so that he can go off for the crazy fourth quarters and and for you know the the times that he does take over but he he's not like you know uh, another second star in the playoffs still like a Jalen Brown who's got all this you know youthful energy to to go and mm -hmm. put up points every single night so whoever they get it from the Suns just need more help uh offensively and I think the guys are capable to to, to do it like they, they've got guys who can do it um but you know it, it's tough because the Mavericks are coming I think their their confidence is is there Luca's not afraid of of going back into Phoenix and possibly winning that game five so we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how the rest of the series goes yeah, and uh, you know we'll uh, we're gonna move on here, but yeah, the uh, the the Mavericks definitely not going down without a fight right now uh, against the Suns. Uh, <clears throat> apologies to everyone as well. Got a bit of a, a cold right now, so hopefully COVID. you enjoy the the nice uh, deep 
deep uh, tones that I'm, I'm, I'm delivering here. But uh, we're going to go over to the Miami Heat versus Philadelphia 76ers series now. Uh, James Harden. What a game. Finally, the guy, probably his best game since he's been a 76er. Um, I mean, this actually kind of looked like the uh, like iconic, uh, you know, uh, vintage, if you will, uh, James Harden of old, you know, hitting multiple step back threes uh, in that fourth quarter. He was facilitating really well. He actually looked like he was having fun on yeah. the basketball court again. He did. Uh, like the body language was the biggest thing that I, I noticed. Like he, he seemed like he was dialed into this game. Like a lot of these games, like a, pretty much the whole Raptors series and then the first two games of this series, he was just walking through the motions. Like he yeah. did not care. He didn't feel the urgency. So maybe it was a little bit of the adversity that he needed to face to kind of finally wake up and smell the coffee. Um, and, you know, Joel Embiid coming back definitely probably helped to, you know, galvanize the entire 76ers squad. But, uh, you know, with James Harden finally playing to you know the level that we expect him to yep. uh, and, and is able to close out games when Embiid's still not 100 percent like he he got up to a hot start. I think Embiid had like 15 and four in the first quarter um, and then really you know slowed down. Bam kind of figured out better ways to to cover him and figure yep. out you know how to how, how to shut him down a little bit, even though I don't think he's really done an amazing job guarding uh, Joel through the playoffs so far. Yeah. Um, but again, he's only about six, nine. Uh, he just plays so much bigger than he actually is. Uh, and you know Joel Embiid's uh, a, a freak of nature, so not not no disrespect to to Bam, but I yeah, mean, yeah. It's, it's almost impossible to guard Embiid. Plus, plus with the way he gets calls, yes. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I mean when you look at the 76ers, this was like if you if this is the 76ers team, you can expect to see almost a, a, a game game to game basis. Yeah, like, this is an East contender. Then like James yep. Harden really could be the the deciding factor here, which. Sounds crazy that we even have to say that. Yeah. Since, you know, we're talking about an MVP and like one of the possible greatest shooting guards ever to play the game. And we're yeah. we're like, oh wow, yeah, he's he's actually not, not not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh the the whole James Harden saga this year has been insane to watch. And I, I honestly didn't expect this. I, I knew that, you know, Philly would kind of get a boost after winning that game three, uh, you know, Embiid comes back, everybody, everybody's happy. So I, you know, I, yeah, I yeah. did kind of picture this, that they could pull out a game four, but you know, I, I thought Miami would kind of put their foot down a little bit more as you know, a team that was up two Oh, and the, the, you know, the number one seed and to, to let, like you said, James Harden, a guy who looked like he was completely going through the motions, didn't even want to be there, you know, for the first, uh, basically up until this game, uh, you know, through these playoffs, like to let him go off like this has got to be really concerning. You know, if you're Miami, like it's like for, for Embiid to, for, you know, for, for Miami to lose and Embiid, not even to have like a monster game that that's got to be a gut punch too. Cause you destroyed with, these guys with Jimmy Butler throwing up 40. Exactly. Too. Yeah. And man, that the heat offensively, like, all, all these sort of ugly, ugly parts of these teams, you know, eventually that it rears their its oh, head, yeah. and you 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 see all the little flaws that they have. Like Miami, like to to Kyle Lowry, I love him, uh, one of my favorite oh, yeah. players ever. <laughs> but like he he's having uh you know a little bit more of that. It, I I feel bad for him because they Playoff need Lowry, his point, they need his point production. But I I just loved watching him through the 2019 run when he could score like three points and it wouldn't really matter. They they yeah. he could do all of his other little things. But it's back to he's back to a, a scenario where he's he's gonna get criticized and he should uh, for not scoring more when you know they they need that scoring from him. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's 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 it. Jimmy Butler with 40, he had a great game and was kind of getting to the rim at will and 
like uh, that that's that's all you can expect from him but uh, other than ba- bam who had 21 as well you you just need other people to step up like if oladipo is your third leading scorer victor oladipo the guy who hasn't played uh 90 of this year like that that's an issue uh if you're miami like you, well they, tyler hero uh, has got to yeah. be better too like he having him having him as a number two option essentially yeah. off the bench is like that's kind of like you, you can't rely on a guy that's that that's also such a defensive liability. So yes. if you do give him minutes, you're like, okay, well now we're really shooting ourselves in the foot here. Yes. No, I know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just, they couldn't get offense out of anybody. And like PJ Tucker, you're, you, you're obviously completely sacrificing offense, you know, when he's out there on the floor and you know, that's fine, but they, they just need hero to play more like that 20 mm-hmm. points per mm-hmm. game score that he was through, through the year. Like he's, he's gotta be that he, he's, he's gotta be that guy for them every single night. Cause they just don't have anyone else. And then Lowry can have his, you know, six to 12 point games and it won't matter as much. Cause he, yeah. he's another guy like Chris Paul. You can't count on him to, to go off. Uh, except every once in a while. He does so even less frequently than Chris Paul, but he, he still has times when he picks his spots, you know, and it hits six threes, and and that's a big bonus for you. But, like, just offensively, especially in the half court, this Miami team looks stagnant at times. And, uh, yeah, like, if 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 Embiid, you know, can can be that that presence that we know he is and, you know, plays through the rest of the series. And, you know, he's, he's ramping up. He's looked way better. He hasn't, he was supposed to be like, quote unquote, on some sort of minutes restriction, but he played a a hell of a lot when, when he came back in game three and 38 minutes tonight. And, you know, he seems fine. So, you know, it it looks like going forward, he's going to be healthy for this series. And I don't know it, this, this series to me specifically feels like it's kind of shifted a little bit just because, you know, even if Harden doesn't go off for another 30-point game in this in series, as long as he's up yeah. there, you know, able to score in the 20s, with Embiid's production back in the lineup, Philly can score enough to beat Miami, uh, even with Miami's, you know, uh, really, really good defense. They have enough weapons. Like, offensively, Philly uh, is, is actually a really nice team when Harden is on because you've got Embiid oh, yeah. Yeah. down there on the block. You've got Harden. Uh, either you know hitting a step back or or spraying it out to someone, and then Maxi and and Tobias Harris have had great playoff runs so far. Like yeah. they've been the Amazing, unsung yeah. heroes of this team. Like they've been really most, really good. The most consistent player. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Maxi and Harris. Yeah, and and you know uh, defensively they got their issues, but Tobias Harris has been pretty pretty impressive defense uh, defensively yeah. uh, this this year. Um, so they they've got it going. Like obviously they're they're a little bit they're still not as deep as I would like them to be. They they don't really bring much off the bench, but as long as they're getting that production, um, and shout out Danny Green as well. Uh, game three more so than than last night, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's played a lot better. But um, like as long as they're getting you know high level production from their main guys, I I think they can outscore and and beat Miami. I, I I still think Miami has another gear to get to in terms of you know when they really uh, crank it up on defense and and just get a little bit more from someone else. Like this game was still close ish down the stretch. And a lot of things went right for Philadelphia, you know, with Harden hitting basically every step back three he took in the second half of that game. Um, So I, I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to change my pick, which I think was like heat and seven. I'm pretty sure. Um, Something like that. Yeah. I think I, I think I said heat and six. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not quite ready to change my pick, but I'm a little shaky. I'm a little worried for Miami. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's fair. I think that, uh, you know, if you're a Miami Heat fan, you definitely do feel a little bit uh, afraid. The The star power definitely leads uh, in the, yeah. the favor of the, the 76ers. So uh, we're going to see how that one goes. And we're going to move on now to uh, Saturday's slate of games, uh, Celtics and Bucks. This one, 
nobody was happy with. Everybody nah. was calling bullshit. Everyone was crying wolf. Nobody <laughs> uh, wanted to take blame. Everyone was finger pointing. Uh, it's just kind of a shit show. But uh, the, the Bucks almost blowing a huge uh, lead down there in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Celtics really made it scary. And you know what? After all the crying and all the dust has settled, you know, I've rewatched the game. The people who need to be the most upset are Celtics fans, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Smart not getting three sh- three shots on that last foul is yeah. such bullshit. I yeah. don't know how you can call that on the ground. Like he's already in the air. I know. When I he's know. getting fouled. Like, well, it's a I, shooting motion, like very clearly. Yeah, I have no idea what they were thinking on that call. And then yeah, he should have got the chance like to tie. And then they almost like they literally were like a, a, a couple tenths of a second away from uh, you know tying this one at the buzzer. Yeah. Um, by Al Horford, who Jordan, I'd DPO like to. Uh, can I, can I give you a quick stat here, Jordan? Yes. Uh, I saw this one on Twitter. Uh, you know, I want to give a shout out to, to Taylor Snow, uh, the the person who supplied this stat. Thank so you, T. Al Snow. Horford. Al Horford became the sixth player in NBA history older than 35 to log 20, 15, and 5 in a playoff game. Uh, and the only other people that have done it, LeBron James, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Bill Russell. So Al, Al Horford joins some elite company right now. Yes, he does. And Playing two, two blocks. And two blocks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What a <clears throat> what a rejuvenating OKC you know year that he had just to be able yeah, to sit yeah. out, uh, hang out, uh, and then you know go back to play with a bunch of guys he's he's comfortable with. Um, I love the it. City he never wanted to leave. It's true. I, I I love it. He he's so important for them. Honestly, I'm 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 yeah. gonna I'm gonna. Shout it from the rooftops every chance I get. I bet you 100% that the Celtics' total defensive numbers and their way that they can play defense would take a bigger hit if you took Horford out of the lineup than if Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, uh, the fake defensive player of the year, was taken out of the lineup. Horford does all the unsung things for them and all the things that wouldn't show up on the stat sheet unless he was actually missing. And there's no way to prove that, but I'm I'm going to my grave with that one. Um, But yeah, he's been playing out of his mind offensively too. And... Guarding Giannis a lot of the time, uh, you know, when it's not yep. Grant Williams, it's him. Obviously, Giannis still had a monster fucking game. He was kind of yep. sidestepping yep. and Euro stepping to the rim whenever the hell he wanted. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I, I I was impressed with Boston for their you know comeback uh, attempt there at the end, and and they almost had it. Like you said, they probably should have had it. Um, but Milwaukee just kept coming too. Like I, they, they're a really composed team. I think after you know they they finally got that monkey off their back last year, getting through the Brooklyn series where the, yeah, their offense yeah. looked like absolute dog shit. Since then, they've been to me one of the most composed teams uh, in playoff games like that you could see. Like going down 0-2 to the Suns and then coming back and winning four straight in the finals last year. Stuff like that has just. I feel like just giving them confidence. Like when I look at Giannis, he, he never seems like rattled at the end of a game. Like he seems, no, he can be no. frustrated sometimes, but I always think, oh, he's just going to get up and, and give it his fucking best shot the next game. He's not going to make yeah. some stupid like mental mistake. One and, of the only stars who doesn't like cry for yeah. calls from the refs. Like yeah, he, really, he doesn't even he takes, talk to he the He takes refs. a lot of bumps. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And like Drew Holiday uh, hit a big shot there at the end too. Uh, the, that little floater that kind of bounced weird. in. Yeah. <laughs> weird, really yeah. weird one that might have been an offensive <clears throat> foul too, but... Um, yeah, like I, I was as, as much as, yeah, Boston fans have got to be really, really pissed off at this one because yeah. th- this is one they easily could have got. I'm, I'm still impressed with that. Milwaukee was able to come out away with the win. Cause you know, they, they got the smackdown laid upon them in that game too, in Boston, like all the, all the momentum was on the Celtics side, uh, you know, before the series shifted. And, uh, I, I, I think it was a really, really big win for the bucks. Incredible game by Giannis and Jason Tatum, uh, 
that's that's not a game you can have if you want to be a top five considered he's a top human, five man. player he bleeds. in the league. He bleeds just like us, man. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty bad one from him. I mean, Jalen yeah. Brown played another really great oh, game. Oh, he was great. So he was great. Maybe they, maybe they're just kind of handing it off. Like, yeah. they're not like imagine if they could have t- both have like really good games at the same time. Like that uh, would if, be crazy. That would be pretty cool. That would be uh, nice. Then, then they probably win by like thirty. But I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you know, they, yeah, I, th- I think that you know when you watch this game, you can tell that like you know, Budenholzer doesn't want to let anybody uh like give a, a, even a speck of like breath for Tatum whenever he's got the ball on the yeah. perimeter. He's getting yeah. uh, a lot of pressure whenever he's got the ball and it's, it's starting to kind of get to him. He's also yeah. been playing a lot of heavy minutes. Like even this game, he played 41 yeah. uh, and that, you know, he, his, his impact defensively is still there yes. and uh, he's still, you know, providing uh, you know, winning energy for his team. He's still being a leader. And he dunked on Giannis. Yes. And yeah, he did dunk on Giannis. Well, or I, not really you know, on, but he, he, yeah, I'll count it. Uh, and I, I believe in this one too. You know, like Jalen Brown uh, and Tatum both were off to really cold starts. Like Jalen Brown picked yeah. it up, but I think at uh, like in the third quarter they were only like 15 points combined. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were. So yeah. It was. It's a. It, it's something that I think that you know, if you're a Boston fan, you want you're going to be worried about because you don't want this to be something that's going to happen again, uh, where you're going to be struggling and desperate looking for buckets, and Al Horford is going to have to take over because you yeah. know, as great as this game was for him, he's not going to do this consistently for you this was like one of those games he did what he could obviously he came up short yep. you say thank you you pat him on the back and now you look at your stars and you got to rely on them yeah. to get you there like, step but, the fuck up jesus yeah because yeah. uh yeah our old man horford you know his back his back's gonna be fucking aching man like i again i i played a first ever uh i haven't played a real competitive basketball game like score key score keepers and shit <laughs> since uh since like first year of university oh yeah 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 and oh, yeah. uh yeah man i was nice with it um i i was good <laughs> i was good i, I had a good I had a, I had a good run had a good run but uh i'm still feeling sore and that was a couple days ago I bet. so uh i can't imagine how, how horford feels yeah what, what is he like 45 years old like jesus feels christ like yeah yeah no 100 like we're they they wouldn't have even been in this game without him kind of stepping up uh, in the way that he did. And yeah, it's just like Jason Tatum, he you can have like a bad game. that That's fine. Like, but if you're going to have 10 points, have like six assists or something like yeah, do something yeah, yeah. or like uh, grab more than one rebound, like do something else uh, when, when you're not shooting the ball. Well, he did have four blocks uh, and a steal, which was, you know, impressive from him. But like Len, like you said, his defensive effort is always there, which is, you know, you, you can't be that that mad at a guy who who competes on 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 the defensive end of the ball, even when his shot's not falling. But there's more he could have done, I thought, offensively. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, even even when he does shoot four for nineteen and, and doesn't hit a three. So there's that's that's the you know that that's the growing pains he still has to go through. Uh, I think a lot of people are kind of sneaking into considering him like a top five guy, like at yep, least yep. In, in most people's minds for sure a top ten guy. Um, but yeah, he. He's just he's th- those two stars a hundred percent. If they are going to win the title, they are going to have to have some games where they both score twenty five plus, uh, even thirty plus. Like uh, they're 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 going to have to find a way to coexist in that sort of way, not just in a way where it's kind of a your turn, my turn. Uh, you know, you play well and I play okay. Like they're they're going to have to you know go into their bag like LeBron and Kyrie did back when they both scored like forty, uh, yeah, whenever yeah. that was in the. The 2016 finals, um, and, and yeah, they're gonna have at least they're gonna need to have at least some of those those games going forward because the you know the this series is gonna I think get really tough. I think this is uh, I think you were right to call this one going seven. I think this one's destined to go seven. I I just think there's there's 
they're so evenly matched on both sides. Um, yeah, and yeah. that's a credit to Milwaukee, though, to, to do this without Middleton. I, I As much yeah, as, you know, yeah. Boston's been great and, and their defense has looked amazing. Tatum's looked incredible at times. Um, and to see Jalen Brown step up in a game like this, Milwaukee, you know, without their second best player, like a, a, an, an all-star, like that, Giannis is just incredible. He's, he's just amazing. Yeah, uh, pr- yeah, best again, player in the yeah. league, I'd have to say. Yeah, You're MVP, I, 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 which is a good call. Good call. Hey, hey, I'll take it, man. Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I think at this point, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say anything yet because I like to sit down and really crunch some numbers, really reevaluate everything. But yeah, I think at this point, yeah, I'm kind of starting to go into that crowd. That and at the beginning of the year, the crazy thing is, I still wasn't even sure Giannis was a top five player in the league. Yeah. So this well, is a, uh, I, I, I probably would have Giannis at number one right now. But yeah, uh, yeah. maybe that's uh, something for another podcast and to to end up uh, this this podcast uh, this episode. Uh, of the show, um, Grizzlies Warriors. This was uh, of all the, of all the games. This was <laughs> the one that you know doesn't have exactly uh, all of the energy uh, that you know the other ones came with. Yeah. Um. But you know, still, still a decent game in the end. Uh. You know, the Warriors blowing them out. Uh, it was a seven point game at halftime, and yep. uh, we ended up with a thirty point win for the Warriors. Uh. Clay Thompson, you know, a guy who we uh, kind of like James Harden. We, we talked some shit about him, and yep. uh, he really bounced back. So, you know what? You're welcome, Clay, for motivating you, yep. uh, helping you out. Wiggins, my boy, had a, had a great game. Uh, barely had to play because of that. Uh, yes. but, and they also, you know, kind of took our advice. They, you know, they put Kaminga in there in the starting lineup with uh, with yep. Gary Payton out. And, you know, he he played well, 17 minutes, 18 points. Uh, he's a he really athletic great. guy. Like, if he, he's just kind of buried on a really, really good team. Yeah. Like, if he was on almost any other team, he would be – because he's – He's like I, I kind of said that he's kind of like a young Iguodala. Yeah, is what yeah. I see him as with like more length. Like, little I think bit, yeah, he's going to be, he's he's going to be a player for sure. Yeah, uh, but Jordan Poole was a beast. I mean, he had that crossover that went and threw threw down the hammer. Yeah. Um, but the, the one thing I do but he also broke the code, Matt. He broke the fucking okay. code. So oh, everyone's breaking the code. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, nobody. No, what what is the code? Yeah, Get where is? Show me the um, code. Is it guidelines? Yeah. We, me and me and Jordan in the off season are going to go on a uh, on a hunt, uh, a search for for the code <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. that nobody nobody seems to really know. The Da Vinci um, Code, the the Doc Rivers Code. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 with all the other bullshit, we haven't really talked. A t- yeah, Da Vinci. We haven't even talked too much about it uh, from games one and two. Uh, but for game three, the the breaking of the code was Jordan Poole tugging or a kind of tugging on Jaw's knee, and now Jaw was limping after the game. First off, every NBA player ever limps after the game. Yeah. They have to go through so much. So, one, I wouldn't look into that as a huge thing. But also, okay, there's no way you could really get that injured from a guy just no. kind of grabbing at your knee. It's not like he pushed into his knee. No. Like pulling it out is not that bad. It's but he barely it grabbed in. it. He barely yeah. grabbed And also, it's does whack. he have an ex- did he have an existing do you have an existing right knee injury or something? <laughs> I'm sure he does, but I mean, I don't know that's the only, serious. Yeah, not like an ACL like, or MCL tear. Yeah, and if 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 you're stretching and saying he quote unquote broke the code, you would. Ha- I feel like you'd have to be insinuating that there was already an injury there that Jordan Poole knew about, and he was trying to get like a little cheap shot in right there. Yeah, but yeah. how the fuck do you remember to do that? Like when you're playing, and Jordan Poole would have to be a genius who could slow down time and be like, "Oh wait, I'm I'm in the middle Make of like mind. a double team here. I'm gonna." reach over and slightly grab jaw's knee and then he's going to be out for this <laughs> this next game like so it's really yeah, stupid yeah. like i the the sort of showboating and and kind of the way that John Morant likes to play sort of the game and and sort of 
you know, gritty and, and do stuff like I, I, I love it. I love the way that he's like a, a, a showman on and off the court For and sure. yeah. is active on Twitter and, and all that stuff. And we, we saw how much fun that could be, you know, when in that first round between the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies, who both have, you know, both teams have guys who, who like to, to do that sort of thing, play the game and uh, sort of communicate with fans in the modern era and the way that, you know, stars weren't able to in the past yeah as much yeah. as i love that this this was a reach and a, a little bit too much from jaw for me like it, it, come on it, it everyone saw it he barely he it barely grabbed it it was it was, it was stupid. it's stupid that people are even talking about it uh and then the other side of this you know jaw still had a great game regardless of yeah, he did. Uh, <laughs> the knee tug or not um but god damn jaron jackson jr stinks there he goes <clears> again <throat> i'm sorry but he's up again, and then he's down this this should be the series that he can kind of ball out and shine. And he has been bad shooting the ball. Um, I, I, I haven't yeah. seen like anything insane from him defensively either uh, up to this point. Like no. I'm not, uh, I, I've never been sold on Jaron Jackson Jr. He's always still seemed like a bit of a work in progress to me. And I think this one definitely like reaffirms that, uh, you know, when, they, but again, as I said, I knew Jaw was probably going to still play well. Jaron Jackson Jr. doesn't know how to play in the playoffs yet. He doesn't yeah. understand it. I already said he doesn't even know when he should be taking shots yeah. or fa- or trying to you know really heavily contest a shot. Like yeah. his IQ is very low. So the fact that he's you know out there in these kinds of the, the magnitude of these games, uh, I, I think it's kind of going to the wayside with him. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm not really sure how you can break through to him, but someone's gonna have to help Jaw because uh, yeah. no one really, everyone else was pretty mediocre. Like no one was horrible. I would say outside of Jaron Jackson Jr., um, but nobody was making the winning play. So, like, uh, I'd yeah. say that five, six guys in the Warriors were better than every other supporting player on uh, on Memphis that game. Yeah, well, it's just like the the Heat. Like, someone's uh, on the Heat. Someone's got to help out uh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, the, yeah. b- both teams that are really sort of deep and through the regular season relied on that depth and different guys contributing. But in the playoffs, like that starts to get shaky. It's it's better to know who your guys are, and you can say, okay, I'm going to count on this guy to get this. Um, but you don't know what the hell is going to happen with Memphis. And no, I yeah. think I just think that the Desmond Bain, you know, his his injury that he's dealing with has been like it's just really bad timing uh, for them. Like he he didn't even play that that badly. You know, he shot four for seventy from three, five for ten overall. Like he had sixteen, but. He's he's shown he can be a twenty point guy and be a really good sidekick to Jaw on that perimeter, a bit really good running mate, um, and you know did that plenty of times this year. Um, mm-hmm. And he's he's got to just have more games like that uh, because uh, you know especially without Dylan Brooks, uh, you know in this one, they just needed that that extra production. And yeah, the I, I think this series is kind of shifting more to what you and I thought would happen, um, yeah. and you know the Warriors' experience and the way that they can pounce on any opportunity that they have, you know, on, on offense and on defense, um, you know, just showed in this one. And Steph played a more Steph-like game, I thought. Um, still, he he hasn't had his three-point explosion yet in this series. We're still waiting for that game, you know, still only hit two. Um, but yeah, Clay Thompson played a hell of a lot better. And and yeah, Wiggins and Kaminga, and then that freaking spark plug of all spark plugs, pool off the bench. Just, yeah. uh, they just, uh, that Warriors barrage of offense just hit them, you know, especially in the second half of that game and Memphis had no answer. So we'll, we'll see if, uh, specifically, you know, uh, with it's looking like Morant will be out next game, which is really unfortunate, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how in God's name they'll sneak out a win there, but once he gets back, you, you need Bain and Brooks, uh, to be those shot makers on the perimeter. If Memphis has any chance of extending this thing. Yeah, tonight I think is pretty much uh, a three-one. If they lose this one, uh, yeah. it's the series is over early. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
to wrap up the show, everybody, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Bearing with us through my uh, fucked up voice, Jordan's cool. weird hat cool. that you can't see. Yeah, hey, like, YouTube, uh, like <laughs> which we have YouTube that we aren't going to be uploading because our tech team sucks because uh, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, yeah, let's blame Alex. Why not? That's easier. Uh, I'd, I'd rather do that than take the blame. But yeah, for sure. Still go out there, follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, really helps us out. Rate us five stars, share us social media, do whatever you can. Uh, it all helps. We just appreciate you guys for listening, hitting download, rate it, and do, just just being here in general. Listening. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, someone someone's got to listen to our takes. Uh, we're we're kind of going mad without being able to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, and as my good friend Jordan always says. Yeah, this this was a quick one, Matt. We we I'm looking at the, the I'm looking at the time on the screen. We've got two minutes left, and uh, it's okay sometimes to finish quickly. Like you don't oh, always yeah. have to go that your normal amount. It's it's fine if you know every now and then, like we did today, we just finished up quickly. You know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes you just gotta treat yourself, man. You don't oh, wanna, okay. I'm not here for a good time. Was this a for, treat? Uh, uh, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. I'm here not here for a, for a good time either. I'm never a good time. It says less than a minute now. We should just stick with the countdown. We'll, we'll just keep talking until it, yeah, you know, you guys it, wanna, it cuts out. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, we'll people? just do this till we uh, till we die. Uh, it's been a it's been a blast, <laughs> it's been a, a great time. I don't think we're gonna do this for another minute. 45, no, 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 fuck but, that. Uh, oh, it's, a, oh yeah, yeah. So it's less than a minute for me, Matt. Come on, I'm oh, looking well, at it. I get more time. So wow. uh, either it's way, guys, like, I guess I guess I just I last longer. Yeah, just finish quickly if you need to, though. They, they call me the marathon. <laughs> Wow.